This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain, Garrett Morlang. And here in the studio, uh, the, the virtual studio with me, is uh, the one, the only, Nerdad Zetch Keenan. hey And uh, on the other side of the world, uh, somewhere, I think, in uh, uh, the, uh, the slums of India, actually. He's, he's, he, w- he went over to do... Uh, Humanitarian work to help with uh, the COVID nineteen crisis. Uh, JJ Purdom. Yes, and now there is a total shortage of curry over here because I am trying to bring back a whole lot because I love the chicken curry. Very good stuff. Very good. Very good stuff. No, actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you, Garrett. I don't know if you heard, but when you were giving your uh, your rousing uh, thing for for Zetch, here here's what you sounded like to my trained ear. It was like. Here's uh, Zetch Keenan. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> Zetch. And then uh, on the other side of the world, it's JJ. Hey, can you just try to act like you're happy to see us and Dude, have us in the virtual studio? Honestly, this is like the worst night of my week because it just means I have to uh, stay up till one o'clock in the night editing this thing. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, no, no, we're going to make sure it's later than that because <laughs> no, we're going to say a whole lot of inappropriate stuff you're going to have to edit out because Zetch is really quick with the F-bombs, man. I mean, I've been, I've been blown away by your use of the F-word. It's, I mean, I've learned things from you, young man, that are just shocking. Uh, it's it's like there's a simplicity to it, no one's but a beauty as well. It. There's like a beauty to it. You know, it's, you do it very artistically. He peppers it. It's kind of like George Carlin said. It's such an interesting word because you can use it as a noun or a verb or an adjective. I just, I'm highly impressed. Almost like the word dude. You use the word dude as a noun or an adjective. Maybe not a verb. Oh, dude. <laughs> right. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Dude. Question. You can dude. use that as a question. It's one of those versatile words in the in the whole dictionary. And it's not even in the dictionary. It's not. Is it? Is it not? I don't know. The world. No. It sounded good. Yeah, there's no you way to find like out either. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second time tonight. I'm going with it. It's the second time tonight. There's some there's some piece of information. There's no way to to test it. No way to find out the truth. So never know. That, <laughs> never know. That's how I live my life, guys. I just you can't verify that crap. You can't. You can't <laughs> oh, fact no. check me. We know. Yeah, I know. we know that's how you live. Yeah, we know exactly <laughs> how you live. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, how's your guys this week's been? Let's uh, start with you, Zetch. Um, well, I finally we'll get into it later on, but I finally beat Doom Eternal. Yeah. Um, but one of the coolest things I found out this week is I was I forgot exactly how I discovered, but now I keep getting ads for it. But there's a Kickstarter campaign going around for this game called Sea of Stars. And 
I saw the art come through in an ad. I think it was on Instagram. That's how I discovered it. I was going through my Instagram stories and it popped up in there. So good work to whoever put together your campaign because that's totally why I started backing this project. And it looks, it's supposed to be the second from Sabotage Studios. Yeah, it's um, made by the same people who did uh, The Messenger, right? Yep. And if you back the game, like for $40, you can actually get a free copy of The Messenger after everything's all done and ready to go. Um, huh. But the game doesn't come out until like 2022. But it looks so beautiful. Like it's some of the most beautiful yeah. pixel art I've ever seen. And it's in the same type of style of like a Chrono Trigger, where it's like you're running around the world and you like touch a creature and all of a sudden it goes into like a battle mode. And um, I'm like, oh man, I'm all about that. And so I started looking more into the game, checking it out. And they have like a lot of cool like mechanics, especially with like different players or characters, excuse me. Um, one of the things that actually really stuck out to me was the way the world is built. And this is totally nothing new. Like this is something that's always been done before. But I like it when they apply modern day like game development techniques to an old school style game. For instance, in the game, you have day and night, right? Mm -hmm. And it plays in like the characters, like one character is like a sun character and the other character is like a moon character. But throughout the game, as the day progresses, the shadows get longer depending on what time of day. So like you'll see like night move to day and day into night in like this weird, cool, awesome pixel art style. So it's like nothing that hasn't been done. In fact, it's been done since like Ocarina of Time, but like watching them do it was really particularly awesome. And like, just like the gameplay, like the developers and everything, I was like, all right, I'm in. I gotta, I gotta see how this game actually turns out. So I backed it and I'm really excited nice. about it. And That's awesome. Now I have something to look forward to in 2022. Yeah. I, and uh, the messenger. I, uh, I saw a trailer for it. It was a few weeks ago now. It was before you had, because you had posted something in the Discord, and I was like, oh, yeah, I know that game. And the the main thing I remember from the trailer, though, is the music is incredible. Like, I just want to listen to the soundtrack. They picked up the same composer who did the Chrono Trigger soundtrack. Oh, okay. So he's not doing the whole soundtrack, but he's doing a few. Yeah, that song that was in the trailer was beautiful. I was like, I just want to listen to this song all day. (laughs) Like, this is so stinking good. Yeah. Uh, But I'm super pumped for it. And then they released i I guess they hit like all the stretch goals as of today or yesterday and so they're actually gonna for anybody that backs it you get extra dlc after the game comes out and some other cool stuff so and they're even doing physical copies too so you can even do like a physical copy if you wanted to get the game on a physical version comes out switch xbox ps4 and pc so everything okay it's gonna be pretty cool yeah, I think I looked at the the Kickstarter there, and by the time this episode goes live, I think you guys would only have like a day or two to back it. Like I think it ends this week, like the end of this week. So if you're interested, Thursday. if you're interested, go check it out. Uh, I might even throw a link in the description. So check the the show description on this episode, um, both on the YouTube here and uh, if you're listening to audio, because uh, yeah, it it looks beautiful. I'm excited for it. <laughs> I probably won't back it, but it's definitely one I'm going to keep an eye on and. As soon as it comes out on Switch, I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah. I oh they also let you join their Discord channel so you can actually keep up and talk to the devs and stuff. Oh nice. That's cool. Yeah. Or at least have the devs talk to you. And I think if you back at like sixty dollars, then you can actually have like journalistic privileges basically and you can actually get like a early demo of the game and all this stuff. So I almost did it for that. 
but I was like, I don't think I, I don't know if I'm going to like the game $60 worth. <laughs> so mm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's a tricky thing with Kickstarter. You just, you, you never know. You don't know. Like it might come out and be garbage. It might come out and be great. It might not ever come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might. They might just take your money and run. <laughs> they had a pretty good track record though with the messenger since that was a Kickstarter one. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. one of the, the people that published so sabotage made it. The publisher of it was an actual like big deal uh, publisher. I need to look it up. The messenger was yeah. published by. Devolver Digital. Devolver. That's it. Yeah. And they yeah. they Devolver makes publishes some really amazing games. Yeah. So, yeah. I was anyway. gonna say Devolver. I just didn't. I didn't want you guys to, you know, feel bad or look bad from my crazy video game knowledge. So you know, I just I held back. But I I was real I was real close to just you know I was gonna shout Devolver, but I but I didn't say that. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, JJ. Thanks. Oh, hey, you guys got to win some too. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this is a three-man crew, boys. I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not here. It's not all about my glory, even though I'm the one who gets all the fan mail. But, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, it's only, it's only because I put your address on the internet because I was too scared to put mine on there. <laughs> and I am very appreciative of that. My car has been egged twice. Oh, that um, you from the ACLU. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? But that's cool. It is what it is. You know, they just, they're just attacking for no reason. They're well, maybe a couple of reasons. You know, they people some play, they show love in weird ways. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well, as for me, I've actually had a really uh, horrible week because I came down with a fever and I was pretty sure that I was going to have to quarantine myself for a couple of weeks. No, no, but I was going to have to quarantine because I came down with Tiger King fever. Let me tell you. Oh, my goodness. Have you not jumped on this? Because, dude, I'm telling you, I needed it. I got the I got all seven episodes down. Uh, I'm waiting. They have an extra one that just dropped. And I, I'm telling you, I probably need to quarantine because I legitimately could think of nothing else. I could do nothing else. This Joe Exotic. And this show had me by the by the tiger balls. You know what I'm saying? It was amazing. Have you guys not jumped on? We, uh, my wife I and haven't. I started the first episode on Friday, and wow! R- right? <laughs> How are you even on the podcast people. right now? I would be with like <laughs> no clothes on, watching that stuff, nipple <laughs> rings, just like yeah, John Finley on there. In fact, I've got no pants on right now. By the way, full disclosure. Um, dude, oh my gosh, that that show has changed everything for me. I'm related to people that resemble every character in that that docu series. Just well, absolutely you know, insane. I feel that that show is the ultimate exaggeration of what most of America feel the Central Valley California people are. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, you're from Central Valley California. Well, you must be like Joe Exotic. <laughs> You must be an Okie. No. Well, I am Not from bad. this area, so I mean, I'm just saying. I, you know, there is a striking resemblance. It, you know, <laughs> except for the I don't have the sweet mullet that guy's got. Or I the mean, eyebrow ring. You got yeah. the eyebrow ring in there. The one's like I'm not allowed to. That was one of the first rules my wife uh, gave at the altar. No <laughs> eyebrow. No eyebrow rings. Yeah. That's it. Draw the line at eyebrow rings. I'm being held down, guys. I'm just just saying. 
<laughs> Jeez. Oh man. Well, I guess I need to check out this show because I I've heard everyone, like everyone talking about it. Everyone at church, everyone online on Twitter, everyone on all the podcasts I listen to, and I've just been too scared, too scared because this sounds way too crazy. <laughs> but, Don't uh, be scared, man. Funny Tiger King story. Um, we're watching the show. And my wife, the whole time, she's like, why does Tiger King sound so familiar? She's like, I can't figure out why it sounds so familiar. So we're going through, going through, and it gets to a part where he's like, oh, yeah, you know, this is my gift shop. This is where I sell, like, you know, all my, like, my my merch, my clothing line, my barbecue sauce. And Amanda goes, that's it, barbecue sauce. We bought his barbecue sauce one time. No. Like, oh, really? <laughs> I was like, see, then he showed a picture of the barbecue sauce bottle. I was like, oh, my word. I remember that. <laughs> that's some good stuff. That's a wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, there's probably meth in that. <laughs> why it was so good. That's why it was so good. Took my stakes to a whole new level. House has never been so clean before. <laughs> been sleep Man. for days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boy. Yeah. Well, my, uh, my weekend was, was all right. I, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it was Easter weekend, so we just, kicked it it was a weird easter weekend to not like be with family hanging out doing easter dinner like that's what my family did growing up they do a big dinner and hang out and easter egg hunt and we just hung out at home and just ate candy and did <laughs> did nothing so it was all right it was just uh yeah with everything going on it's just gonna make a lot of things just feel a lot a lot weirder than they normally are that's all an adjustment <laughs> but yeah, yeah other than that i don't know i played a lot of uh, uh that's not true i was gonna say i play a lot of video games i didn't play a lot but i stayed up super late playing them so it felt like i played more than i did because <laughs> i'm just exhausted now for like the next week i'm just gonna have to try to catch up on sleep but um, technically that counts when you stay up late that that counts for you played a lot of video games okay okay i can't stay up past like 11 yeah i was up to like one or play. one or two in the morning on saturday night and and I was getting into it. Like I was playing with some buddies. What were you playing? My, the next uh I was playing uh the Warzone, some plunder. Nice. Um because they just added the quad mode. I'll talk about later in what you've been playing. So it was four of us playing. Um and uh man, there was some moments where I was straight up like throwing the controller down and running around the room and like cheering and stuff, and like I was getting into it. And the next the next day, my our uh, housemate and uh, Trudy, we were both sitting there at the table, like just eating lunch or something like that. And our housemate was just like, Garrett, you're so funny. Because her room's right there next off the living room. She's like, at one, mo- at one point, you were like celebrating. It sounded like you did like whatever you were doing, like you did it good. She's like, I don't know what you're playing or what you're doing out there. She's like, whatever you did, you did good. And then the next, the next thing you said is like, oh, I'm down. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. Like so defeated. <laughs> Just like, I was oh. like, yeah, like cheering. Like, I got it. I got it. Okay. Oh, I'm down. I'm okay. down. I'm down. <laughs> that like, was the perfect <laughs> opportunity, Garrett, for you to say, that was sex. Yeah. <laughs> you were here with some wild sex. And then afterwards, I was, I was down. That was, yeah. No, I definitely can't say those words to my housemate. That. You could have been a hero, a god, a king among men. That's maybe, not how that works. What What happens if I say that? What happens if I say that is then she moves out and then we have to pay for our rent that we can't afford. So, <laughs> <laughs> Or she'd uh, start offering more rent money. No. <laughs> no. Let's move on. Hey. Uh, <laughs> 
No. Alrighty, guys. Uh, well, uh, we are brought to you this week by our Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, if you haven't already, please go check that out. Uh, we have some some cool tiers over there you can go. Um, help us out. Help us uh, keep this thing running. Um, we, won't, we won't talk much about it now. We'll talk about it more later. But at the top of the show, I do want to shout out our Patreon sponsors. We have Bill Bird, uh, Grammy Bates, Justin Long, and uh, Brent Fox. So thank you so much to you guys. And uh, <laughs> Wow. Brent. Thank you, Brent. Right on, Brent. We got a oh, new Brent. one. Welcome to the party, pal. Right on, Brentsky. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, he actually told me like a few weeks ago that he was going to do it. He's like, don't tell JJ. Just like say it on the podcast like it's completely normal and see how he reacts. So I loved it. Like your face was just like, <gasps> like Brent? Yeah, I can't. I, <laughs> I know can't that guy. <laughs> well, he just got done telling me he couldn't pay that much rent. And I, don't, I thought he was losing <laughs> hours at work. So that, well, that makes sense. I guess it kind of like all evens out in the wash. I. Yeah. I assume. In a roundabout way, he's paying you yeah. rent, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Some uh, people uh, would say that it's, you know, hostage money, but whatever. Yeah, that, that's cool. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. We appreciate all of our all of our sponsors. Uh, of course, Grammy, I've never got those cookies. I'm kind of a little upset. I was expecting some Easter cookies <laughs> from Grammy. Uh, didn't happen. Bill, if you could get me some cookies, that'd be great. Dustin... <laughs> You're dirty. You don't have to do anything. You just just keep doing what you're doing, Dustin, buddy. Dustin said he's going to make you some cookies, too, and that hasn't happened. But he's also been real quiet in the Discord, so I don't know if we're all – maybe he – You know why? Because he works hard. He's a hard-working that guy. That is true. He works – he works, what, <laughs> third shift, like, all night. So he sleeps while we're recording this, or he's working. <laughs> I don't know how time works. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how that works either. <laughs> what were you going to say, Zach? Uh they could be sending you cookies, JJ, but maybe your family keeps eating. Oh my gosh, I never thought of that. Yeah. That's See? probably pretty accurate. Yeah. I'm That's, a, you I'm know a, what? I'm a super. They would do that. They would do that to me. <laughs> Same. Oh, no. I've got kids uh, too, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. I think it's time to get into the nerdy nudes. It's now time for the nerdy nudes. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so good. So here is a huge news story, of course, and uh, you know, just just like us for this to happen to us. The day after we recorded last week, breaking news: PlayStation blog introducing the Dual Sense, the new wireless game controller for the PlayStation Five. Sony finally revealed. What's that? Sorry. Go ahead. I'll do my joke later. Okay. <laughs> it's still good. It's still good. <laughs> uh, no, as I say, this is our first look at anything that's like any physical part of the PlayStation Five, uh, and boy, was I stoked! Let me tell you, I know a lot of people are hating on it online, uh, but I'm all about this new this new uh, future Sony's pushing. I'm I'm here for it. I'm loving the aesthetic, uh, and. Uh, yeah, I figured we'd talk a little bit about some of the features on this cool new controller. So, uh, yeah, I'm really loving the, the color scheme. I've heard a lot of negative feedback yeah. about the color scheme, but I'll tell you what, I want the whole new PlayStation 5 to look like that. So that's I the mean, thing. I'm so just... yeah, let's let's start with the aesthetic then. Yeah, it is mostly white with like Reason. a black uh well, 
it, it's a cisgendered console. So <laughs> okay, what? Like it looks we're, like a spaceship. We're going to touch on all the things here. We're touching everything. There you go, touching stuff again. <laughs> so yeah, the top half of it's white. The bottom, I don't know, it's two thirds is white. Is the bottom, the bottom, the bottom half is the, what? Bottom. Say it. Sorry, I was trying Keep to. It. I was being more specific. Been, yeah. The top two thirds is white. The, the bottom third is black. Black, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. Controller. All right. Okay. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Says so much about Sony. Uh, I'm putting yep. in a letter. Yeah. And look how much joy you're getting out of that, Morlang. I'm no. Indian, so you really, you really like I'm, the fact that it's white, don't you? Two thirds. Yeah. Like I'm this. Native American, so it doesn't really. You know, when I saw the uh, controller, I, I didn't even see the colors. <laughs> I don't like being ganged up out here. I don't, I don't like this. He's technically <laughs> colorblind. It's a thing. He's like a dog. Okay, Just right, kidding. right. Okay, um, anyway. So yeah, we've, we've, we've reached an exciting milestone with PlayStation 5 as we're starting to ship our new controller and its final design to developers who are implementing its unique features into their games. But first, we wanted everyone in the PlayStation community to get a first look at the DualSense wireless controller and hear our vision for how the new controller will captivate more of your senses as you interact with the virtual worlds in PS5 games. The features of DualSense along with PS5's Tempest 3D audio tech will deliver new feeling of immersion to players. Uh, so yeah, going through some of the things, right, the aesthetic we talked about, it's like a, looks very, it, someone else explained, described it as a, it looks like um, something straight out of like, uh, Detroit become human, like something David Cage designed to be like a futuristic PlayStation controller <laughs> into like some like futuristic, you know, very clean, very white kind of, um, uh, yeah, just like futuristic aesthetic there. Uh, so talking about some of the features, um, they have added a, oh no, I can't find it here, right here. Haptic feedback, uh, haptic feedback. So this is basically, I guess, 3D rumble, like what the Switch has. And I think uh, the Xbox One controllers kind of have like the haptic vibration. So this isn't like a new technology. It's just something Sony is kind of picking up. You know, I think it's more akin to like the, the Switch's 3D uh, um, feedback. What is it called? I just said it and now I don't remember what I said. <laughs> Uh, uh, 3D, 3D Rumble. Rumble. That's what it was called. So yeah, where where you can like actually like feel like I guess like in the Switch example, they always like oh you can guess how many ice cubes are in your controller by shaking your controller. Like that's how accurate the haptic feedback is, kind of thing. Um, yeah. So it's supposed to be super advanced in the Switch, and I'm hoping that means it's going to be even more advanced in the, in the PS5 and probably Xbox One controllers. No one's going to uh, notice it. I will. You don't notice a rumble when it's happening in a game? I notice it rumbles, but I don't notice it to the point where I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm actually in the game right now. That's because it that's because the controllers don't have haptic feedback at this point. And that's also because you've been playing on Xbox, so that's yeah. it's like a lesser console. So I mean if you look at it like that, Zedge. Oh man, you guys are totally right. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, oh yeah, the Switch has it, but I you you haven't noticed that though. I feel like when I'm playing like uh what am I, I playing right really now? Even loud, obnoxiously loud rumble feature. <laughs> yeah, it is really loud. I like playing Animal Crossing right now. Like if I uh use the shovel versus when I use the axe on a tree, like it feels different. Like the tree is more like squishy, like it's almost more like a thud where like the rock is like a ting ting, like the metal it hitting the, the rock. Because so. when you hear you can feel it and then it rumbles so much you can hear it. And then it makes all me around you in three dimensions. Inside, so I can feel it inside my emotions. 
man, Zetches really hates. It makes him feel his feelings. Don't don't shame him for that, Garrett. You need to have okay. like a man. Let let him feel for crying. Uh, you know what? You're being heartless. Heartless. I mean, I'm, I'm with you, best. Zetch. I'm like technically, I'm technically virtually holding your hand right now, brother. Thanks, bro. Uh, well, I mean, not actually because the whole social distancing thing. So not not technically doing that, but virtually. What it's did okay. I do I to deserve all this hate? I don't know. I don't I'm like gonna it. I'm going to hold my opinions until Garrett finishes his hosting, you know, privileges. <laughs> Let me get through this. <laughs> uh, There's some interesting things. So Sorry. so the haptic feedback adds a variety of powerful sensations you'll feel when you play, such as the slow greediness of a car driving through mud. Uh, we also incorporated adaptive triggers into the L2 and R2 buttons of DualSense so you can truly feel the tension of your actions. And the example they used is like drawing a bow to shoot an arrow. So there'll actually be like resistance essentially in the triggers depending on what action you're doing. Um, in a, the next thing they mentioned was uh, even the size of it and kind of shape of the controller because it's not a normal size and shape of a PS like a normal DualShock controller. It's the um, same size as an Xbox controller. I'm saying it. It looks like an Xbox controller with lame placement for. St- Why do they keep uh, putting them down here? Because that's where they belong. That's where your that's thumbs not- naturally sit. <laughs> your thumbs naturally rest here. This is where your thumbs rest. Okay. I like how you adjusted your your other thumb. <laughs> you're like, this is where so you have to move uh, this one. I mean, like this. Here. Yeah. So if yeah. you're already moving, if you're already moving this one, why not just move this one too? I mean, this is you- annoying. My hands do not. They're not made to do this for hours. This is like stressful. Well, that's it's because you don't hold your con- you, on the controller. You don't you don't hold your controller mm-hmm. like this. You just hold it like this. I don't know. I don't know why your hands are so deformed. Apparently, <laughs> but my hands. When they go to grip a controller, they want to feel comfort. Like you know what, Zetch? It could be because of your small hands. And I'm just saying, I have the same problem. <laughs> I have the same problem. But they they are very tiny, tiny hands. And so, that makes no sense. Gar- My hands should well, fit the PlayStation controller because the PlayStation controller is already small. Garrett has like some ridiculous monkey fingers. And I... I've seen him. Have you? Like, look, he he could palm a basketball. It's weird. It's I weird. Can palm to watch. my head. Look at that. He's five <laughs> foot six, and he's got weird monkey fingers. It's look, the silliest thing I've ever seen. All I'm saying is, okay, real talk. Okay, good on PlayStation for realizing that the size of their controllers needed to be adjusted. Because the Xbox controller, I'm not saying it's exactly like the Xbox controller, but it definitely. I'm not the only one. That, I've listened to like a few of the podcasts, and a lot, a lot of people have been saying it. It looks like an Xbox controller. Just the sticks are down at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah, where they belong. The I don't care about the a, shape and size of it. I just mind where the analog gimmick. sticks are. <laughs> the whole thing is a gimmick. The adaptive triggers. Whoop, whoop! Do do. I mean, I just there's your the triggers, man. You pull the triggers. I mean, you think that's going to make Up me want to play Call of Duty different? It's like, oh, cool. Now I actually yeah. feel like I'm actually in the game pulling a trigger of an AK-47. No. I just want to pull the trigger and shoot. That's all they want to do. Let's see. That's because you're just a, a fake Xbox gamer where I'm a real Sony pony, and I'm all about the experience, not just all the All that says game. is the whole <laughs> transaction is that you're clearly biased <laughs> towards a gimmicky <laughs> controller. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. Look, let me say something real quick. No, no what that, <laughs> what that, what that means is that you're biased because I'm the one who's open-minded. Like, I don't mind. I, I love just my gave controller. A I'm totally fair analysis. I'm totally fine with. No, let me finish. Let me finish, JJ. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> I'm getting angry in here. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, no, I'm completely happy with my DualShock 4. I'd be happy if they didn't add anything to it. I am just excited about this because it is something new. You're right. We'll probably never use half this stuff. Most of the games probably won't even implement it. But it's going to be freaking cool when they do. I'm sure like a Sony first-party game anyways is, is going to use it extremely well. It's going to be fun for the moment, and then you play the game and you'll never think of it again. But for those few moments, like it'll be cool. So I don't want you putting words in my mouth saying that I'm, you know, being all biased here when you're the one who's, you know, poo-pooing the whole thing. All I was going to say about that, Zetch, is Zetch has an Xbox as well as a PlayStation 4, so he does have a little experience with both. That. That's all I was going to say. I, I, but that doesn't I mean, mean he can say, tell me what my opinions are. Fair. <laughs> to, to my defense, okay, <laughs> all I'm saying is this. I've never liked the PlayStation controller, the DualShock 4, and I've only ever hated them because I don't like the placement of the joystick. Trying to play first-person shooter on that does not feel natural to me, okay? I will give Sony props, and I have given Sony props in the past, so I want to make that sure, make it sure that the record shows <laughs> that I am fair in analyzing both. Sometimes I jokingly lift Xbox up over Sony, but ultimately, at the end of the day, the two separate consoles, you like whatever one you want, I don't really care. Just to have fun. That's what gaming's all about. Um, I just I saw this. I saw the DualSense controller come out. Read the exact same blog post you just read, and everything. Which about I haven't. I haven't finished yet, actually. But that's you can give me. Yeah, but you kind of did. Everything else is kind of lame. The light bar is in a different spot. Yeah, the light bar it's is awesome. As a built-in microphone, so you don't need to use a headset anymore if you don't want to. Great. Like, that's all like awesome stuff to some people. <laughs> See, you're just <laughs> mad. You can't just pretend like just because you don't care about it, no one else does. This is stuff that other people care about, like the create button. I'm stoked about that because I want to share. I've I love sharing like screenshots and videos and stuff. And I just, but I rarely do it because it's such a pain on the PS4, and I can't wait till the create button. I'm hoping that means they add stuff to make it easier because I maybe, would totally share stuff. Maybe I'm old and just you know not. Uh, maybe I just because I've never once looked at the share button on my PlayStation and be like, man, I need to use this. Same thing on the Xbox. Yeah, I use it all the time, and I just always forget to upload stuff because it's a pain to do. Where yeah, if, if if there's a create button, I hope that means that they're going to fix the software to make it easier. Because yeah, I think that'd be cool. Like for our, to be Wait. able to share stuff to our social media, like cool, funny gameplay clips. There's something I did like the over the weekend playing uh, Warzone. If I could have like cut that out real quick, that awesome shot I did of sniping someone. If it was easier, I totally would have. But yeah, PS4 sucks on that end. Cool. So with the X series, is there any is there anything new in regards to the controller, or is it kind of just this exact same as the Xbox One? They added a share button. Yeah, they, they did add a share. That's what it. Zetch's favorite favorite feature. <laughs> I literally saw that and was like, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's essentially the same size, and I mean, there's nothing, nothing unusual well, so, to it. Well, si- that's another thing. Size wise, we don't know because they do. Uh, that's what the, the uh, it looks the same shape, but it does say mm-hmm. in here. Uh, or uh, when Same I was trying to, an Xbox controller. When I was trying, when I was trying to read previously and was so rudely interrupted. Um, I apologize. 
Uh, <laughs> for example, uh, bah, 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 yeah, with adaptive triggers, we had to consider how the components would fit into the hardware without giving it a bulky feeling. Our design team worked closely with our hardware engineers to place the triggers and actuators. The designers were able to then draw the lines of how the exterior of the controller would look and feel with a challenge of making the controller feel smaller than it really looks. Um, in the end, we changed the angle of the hand triggers and also made some subtle updates in the grip. So... I'm sure it is bigger. Like it's definitely gonna be bigger because there's more in there. Uh, but as far as like measurements and stuff, the way they're making a sound makes it seems like it's gonna be a little bigger. But I'm curious if it will be closer to the Xbox or if they're still gonna try. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll be as big as the Xbox, which will be fine. I'm fine with that. But maybe it'll. I w it sounds like they're trying to still keep it small as much as they can by like shaving off little edges here and there. But so all I hear about is, is it not going to have a battery pack like the Xbox controller? No, it's a, it says a rechargeable battery built in. So you'll never have to worry oh, about changing your AA batteries. Why, does, why so. does everybody do that? Well, because <laughs> when the battery dies in your controller, you have to get a brand new controller. You thought about that? Dang, you got me there. <laughs> you got, yeah, you got me there. That's good. <laughs> Dang. I've never, never had that happen, so I don't know. Well, people don't... have, Garrett. It happens. <laughs> oh, are you guys oh, okay? No. Oh, are you guys okay? Man down. Oh, man no. Down. Oh, you're technically looking at my nipple right now. That's not uh. true. No, that's not true. <laughs> um. This is PG. Wow. <laughs> I've got you guys stacked on a, uh, on a weird box with a book. It's very precarious. Yeah. Okay, so so as far as the controller goes, though, like with the color scheme, um, I know for me, it's a, it's technically doesn't tell us anything, but it gets my hopes up like, ooh, are we going to have a cool black and white color scheme on the PS5 then? Or is it just going to be a flat black or a flat white box? Because if it's like a two-tone design on the on the actual console, I'm, I'm all for that, if, if that's the case. But, it did have a pretty cool design. And I feel, I don't know if you guys follow Boss Logic on Instagram. Yeah. You see all the cool little skins he did for the controller? Yeah, his mock-ups are pretty pretty amazing. So cool. I was like, man, if they can make the controller look like these, yeah, I'd be down. Even like I saw people just do like flat black ones. I'm like, yeah, it does look really good just plain black, but it also looks good with like white or people did like red or I saw this like retro one. It was a gray with like the, because that's another thing. They changed uh, all the like the X square circle triangle. Um, they're not colored anymore. It's yeah. not the blue X. It's not the the pink square, the green triangle. They're just gray. They're all Which gray. It bothers me a little. It does bit, bother me. And imagine. so one of I think one of his mock-ups uh, had like the retro gray, and then everything had the, the original colors on there. I'm like, oh man, I would totally buy that controller in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that, that that does bother me a little bit. The buttons not having the colors. I'm like, that's that's those are the sacred symbols, man. You don't mess with those <laughs> like that. Right. They're they're colored for like that. They use on all their marketing material. It's the brand. Like, yeah, it's their brand. It just seems weird to just now it's gray. Like I don't know. That's that's. I think it's the only thing I don't like about this controller so far. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, when it's in your hand and it's dark in the room and you're playing a game, you you don't see it anyways. But <laughs> one thing I was gonna say about the um, going back to the design, um, a lot of other commentators were looking into the controller as well that I was checking out. Um, they said that as far as the design goes, you know, they say you know. It, it's supposed to feel smaller. Mm -hmm. It actually is supposed to feel smaller because it's like lighter weight. So they ended up, even though there's more in there, they did their best to make sure it was it weighed okay. less than what it would actually look like it weighed. Okay. So it might as be long bigger, as it as long light. as it still has a little heft to it because you never because you know that's always the worst. You buy like a cheap controller off Amazon, you pick it up, you're like, 
oh, this is a cheap controller. It's just plastic. Yeah. It's like weighs nothing. So I hope there's a little weight to it still, but okay, yeah, that'll be pretty, uh, pretty interesting. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to get a hold of this thing. Um, and honestly, like with this, I know we've complained a little bit in the past, like I'm guilty of this for sure. And other people are too, but we've been dying for like some sort of PlayStation five reveal, but I heard someone else say this. And after I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Like that, I, I agree with that a hundred percent was, um, this other person was like, I really like that Sony isn't just dumping information on us because this slow trickle, like it gets the hype up and it's still a long ways till November. And it's kind of nice to be able to like, just have the anticipation building. And like, if we just got the dump, like, I mean, for this person in particular, not for me, but this person was like, yeah, we got that dump of Xbox news. And I, I was super like hyped and stoked out of my mind for the Xbox one or the Xbox series X, uh, for a little bit. And he's like, but now I'm not like, I got that information and I can't wait to get one, but he's like, he's not anxiously waiting. Cause he just, they know like Xbox fans know everything. Uh, and that's not the case for me. I I'm still like, okay, Xbox series X is really cool still. Uh, but with Sony, like, yeah, just building this anticipation and drawing it out. I, I'm kind of coming around now saying like, Oh, actually I I'm okay with this. I'm okay with them holding their cards to the chest. Cause, uh, I don't know. It just makes me even more excited for this fall as it gets closer. And it just means I have to wait less time from the time I finally see it to when we can get it. <laughs> yeah, but. for sure. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Can't wait to see the box, but again, like, I wonder if it'll be, I mean, it'll definitely be like a summer thing. I wonder if it'll be like a June, June, July thing. They finally drop for us. I was or really maybe, hoping that the controller was going to look like the banana one that they did for the, for the PS3 originally, <laughs> the boomerang or whatever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. JK. Talk about, talk about bad hardware. Um, Imagine holding that thing. Like every time I look at it, like, cause obviously it never came out. It was at the reveal event. And then when it actually came out, they had a different controller. That's but how I was every like, PlayStation controller feels to me. It's like, oh man, I couldn't imagine <laughs> holding kidding. it. Yes, in- you all feel like bananas? <laughs> <laughs> this feels uh, so uncomfortable. Man. That's <laughs> uh, the next new story. Is There isn't much to talk about, but I just wanted to touch on this cause uh, I've tested it out and um, I know some people in our listener base has been curious about it, but Stadia Pro is going free for the next two months. Uh, Google is finally opening the doors. So uh, it appears as Google is getting ready to open the Stadia to a wider audience. The company announced today that new and existing users in 14 countries will get two months of Stadia Pro for free. Uh, and anyone can sign up. Uh, Stadia Pro normally goes for $10 per month and currently provides access to nine games uh, for free, like that so you don't have to pay for because the other games you have to pay for. Uh, Destiny 2, The Collection, Grid, uh, Guilt, uh, Metro Exodus, SteamWorld Dig 2, SteamWorld Quest, Hand of Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh, uh, Thumper, and uh, the Series Sam Collection, Spitlings, and Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Um, Now, Garrett, I know that you you played quite a bit of Stadia, and uh, I know your opinions and impressions of it. Uh, Didn't didn't like it, yeah. Did you ever get a chance to play any Stadia? No, but I will say this. I totally called it. Once they announced that they were going to do a streaming service, I was like, that sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> I was like, that's not going to fly. <laughs> and sure enough. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. We, we were we were pretty hot on it until like the week before when they made that announcement yeah. like oh actually there's only 12 games available at launch and right. like nine of them were seven-year-old games where it's like oh no this is bad like yeah. <laughs> a no, week we, before we were instant like, fanboys so in the very beginning uh we loved the idea and the thought thought that it was going to be what x cloud looks to be becoming or and, Nvidia, um uh yeah Nvidia. geforce now geforce geforce now. yeah yeah i tried geforce no, now it, back in the day that one was, was really good i, I just in, did like, a free trial beta. like all right now, yeah, I, I tried the beta back in the day, and then a, like a couple months ago, I did the. They have a ninety day fr- tr- free trial for their pro, the GeForce Now Pro, and uh, yeah, it still works just as good as it did before. It, it's it's amazing. It's yeah. I I think that's my top. Well, XCloud is really good too. I've been using it on my phone once in a while. XCloud works great. GeForce Now works great. I don't know what's wrong with Google that they can't figure it out, but <laughs> I wonder if part of it's the fact that GeForce Now and XCloud, both of those are services that are tapping into games that you already own. So maybe I don't know what they're doing different that Google hasn't figured out. But number one, the biggest problem with Google's thing has been the service. Like they try to deliver all these things, all these games, all these titles, haven't delivered any of them. And when they have their service isn't good enough to keep it around. So yeah, honestly, even like, uh, like Borderlands, Borderlands three, uh, like I think the like obviously the PS4 and Xbox One and PC versions are all like current with their updates, but I think the Stadia version is still like back in like December. So they're like four months behind on on their firmware updates. It's like, that's so crazy. <laughs> this goes well, to show. The first two people, Microsoft and NVIDIA, they're in gaming. They do this all the time. Yeah. Google is a bunch of very talented people, very talented developers and programmers, but this is not their lane and they're starting to show so what really this smells like to me is a last ditch effort to get people to adopt their program and they're like look well you know this you know pandemic's happening self-quarantine yeah. thing we can give it away for two weeks to see if we can get any traction with it but if you yeah. can't deliver Before a they kill it off that, yeah like the at the end of the day it's all about the games. It's all about the software. And if you don't have any games that people want to play, especially when the titles you're offering are all old, then yeah, no one man. wants to. No one wants to go there. I already have all those titles. I got them on Steam. I got them on Xbox. They've been given away for free for years. <laughs> like anybody that's got a PS Plus subscription or a Xbox Gold subscription or a Humble Bundle subscription is most likely have access to those games. Well, yeah. Google's I mean, main selling point was that it had more <laughs> more infrastructure than a lot of those other companies, and they had the ability to have higher teraflops. And I mean, they were really, really preaching a good game, and that's why a lot of us were excited and like, hey, if they can deliver, they're right. They do have a better infrastructure than most of those other companies. They have a larger footprint than most of those other companies. There's no reason why they can't deliver, but they don't have the subscribers right now to make this thing profitable. I think you're right, Zetch. This is going to be a last-ditch effort to try to see if people are going to get on board, but I think this is going to go the way of a lot of things that Google's done. They try stuff. It doesn't work. It fails. They bag it. It's only a matter of time before Stadia gets bagged. Must it's be nice not going to be money. sustainable. Yeah, 100%. no, it's it's uh, it's crazy. At the end of the day, they're a baby gaming company. They're a big major, you know, web conglomerate, but they're still new to the 
gaming game. Get it? Yeah. There's your dad <laughs> joke of the day right there. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all, all, all evening. And with that, we'll move on to the next news story. <laughs> uh, Capcom is working on a Resident Evil 4 remake. Uh, this comes from VGC. Andy Robinson wrote, wrote this up. Uh, following its reimaginings of Resident Evil 2 and 3, multiple development sources have told VGC that Resident Evil 4 remake has now entered full production within with an estimated release window of 2022. Development is being led by Osaka-based M2, uh, the studio, the new studio founded by former Platinum Games head uh, Tatsuya uh, Minami, uh, which I think M2 worked on Resident Evil 3, because uh, I just rolled credits on that this afternoon. I beat the game over my lunch break today uh, using uh, remote play. I was in uh, the office at work on my lunch. <laughs> my PS4 was back home and finished off Resident Evil 3. Um, and I th- thought I saw in the credits that M2 also worked on 3. So... Uh, However, similar to how 2020's Resident Evil 3 was directed by company Redworks, Capcom's internal teams and other external studios are likely to lend significant development resources. Uh, Update. More alleged details have emerged on Capcom's Resident Evil 4 remake project, including claims it will be co-developed by parts of the RE2 and Devil May Cry 5 team. So, um, yeah, I don't know. There's some... It kind of goes on a little bit talking about that... uh, uh, yeah, the the new remake has the blessing of the original game's director Shinji Mikama, Mikami. Um, although he declined wanting to work on the project himself, but uh, so really we don't know much about the game other than it's happening. But I I'm excited. Um, even though we talked last week, Resident Evil Three wasn't necessarily my bag, our bag, as far as like looking for that horror survival horror aspect. Um. I'm curious how how they reimagine Resident Evil 4 and if they lean into the action side again like they did with 3 or if they try to push it more towards the survival horror side, make it a little slower, a little more, you know, scary. <laughs> I, I don't know if either of you guys have played Resident Evil 4 in any of its incarnations, any of the uh, different ports that it had. Okay, Zetch, looks like you did. I think that game is amazing. It's probably better than any other Resident Evil game. Besides seven, I really think that seven was fantastic. Um, four is absolutely a wonderful game. I, I think it'd be really great to see a remake of that on on a PS4 or even PS5. Yeah, I remember when uh, Resident Evil Four came out. Uh, I read an article in Nintendo Power magazine. I don't know if you guys remember that magazine. Oh yeah, yeah, Nintendo Power. Ah uh, yeah. Um, but the original one, they had restarted that game like four times. And now it's like one of like the greatest horror games ever made. I ended up playing it when it came to when it got ported to the 360. And I think I got into it a little too late. Like I think if I would have just played it when it was on the GameCube, I would have liked it more. But where the the stuff I enjoyed the world building in it and I enjoyed the storytelling in it. I just couldn't stand the controls. Because for me, I was like, what self-respecting police officer stops to shoot a zombie? And then runs, like no man, you're you're running and shooting, like that's that's every human being's first need. So I didn't really like the controls in it. So I'm am, horrible. Yeah, I am really excited for a remake of this because if they can work their same, I guess you remake reimagining prowess into a game that was already super good, like 
RE4 was, it's going to be phenomenal. I hope yeah. that by them bringing in the Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry team, that it's not going to be like a action-y shooter game. Yeah, that, that's, that can be a worry. Unless, like, I mean, if they came in to do the some of the graphical work, though, that'd be awesome because Devil May Cry 5 looks incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, our Resident Evil 2 and 3 look incredible already, but, man, bringing them in to do some of the, the art or something... That would be Yeah, you're right. Sweet. The controls are absolutely atrocious. I just played it about a month ago on PS Now, and it's almost unplayable after you've been playing the Resident Evil 2 and Resident yeah. Evil 3. Uh, it's just, it's so archaic. Yeah, 100%. But, um, I what I was going to say. Yeah, oh, so I don't know. There's not much more, not much more to that story, but, uh, I don't know. It's well, just cool. That speaking they, they on are, that, I don't know if there was another article that came out about the potential for Resident Evil being a yearly franchise. I don't know if you guys saw that article or not. Article I that came out where somebody might have just been an op-ed where just somebody was talking about it looks like it might be going that route where they're trying to come out with something. I mean, this Resident Evil 4 thing looks to be 2021. Uh, potentially. So, I mean, it could be something where they're looking to have another Resident Evil game come out I eight supposed to be in 2021, I think. Um, so it yeah, looks I think like eight, keep... eight, eight is 2021 and this says 2022 in the article. So, I mean, that there makes sense. And honestly, I'm, I'd be down for that as long as they're good, as long as they continue to sure. be good. Yeah. Getting Resident Evil every year would be, would be cool. It's when they start declining in quality, like Assassin's Creed started doing like that's, that's when you run into issues <laughs> um, or even Call of Duty for a while. Like it took a while for Call of Duty to kind of, get back on their feet with you know some of their things i felt like they just got in a mode where they're just recycling every year like okay it's just uh we'll take this but we're gonna add jetpacks now and uh <laughs> um so jumping suits yeah uh, i gotta say i'm really happy to see capcom start to capitalize on some of the games that they have licensed for because i mean they've got a lot of games that it would be great to see reboots too um Resident Evil is just one of them, <laughs> you yeah. know. I want to see yeah. Mega Man X reboot one of these days. Dang, cool. yeah. Dear um, dream. let's see. There's just a uh, boy. We still have a few new stories, so let's cut a couple here. We are going to just talk about. Watch him cut all the Xbox ones. That she's going to cut them all out right now. Yeah, it's okay. It's not my show. No, it is. It is. Don't uh, you get some of that sweet merch money? I mean, no. Yeah, because we make so much off the merch, <laughs> like pennies. <laughs> Dude, come on, man! You're repping the brand, buddy. And Zach, I don't know if he told you, but we were talking about potentially getting like matching tattoos. Um, I don't Since know if that... my last episode. Oh. Well, it would be a small tattoo, you know. I mean, it doesn't have to be like needles. a big one. I'm just thinking a full chest one, you know, like something a full small, chest all the way across the chest. Of, of all, yeah, of, well, <laughs> something real small, small across yeah, the entire throat. chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of those kind of. Just of our three faces. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll talk to the wife and see what she says. Dude, we'll do the faces, and then we'll do that. You know, see no evil, hear no evil thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what our logo should yeah. be. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I can be the speak no evil. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway. 
Okay, Cyberpunk 2077 may come to Xbox Series X and PS5, but not at launch. Uh, this comes from Jordan Ramey. Uh, Ramey? Ramey? No one knows. No way to find out. Uh, over at GameSpot, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 will indeed be getting separate next-gen versions on Xbox Series X and PS5 in the future, but developer CD Projekt Red has warned fans that they won't release alongside the new systems. Instead, they'll come further down the line after the consoles have launched and following the release of the Xbox One, PS4, and PC and Stadia versions of the game. In terms of Microsoft's consoles, like I said, we have officially confirmed both the update and the cross-gen availability, meaning that you'll be able to play the game from the get-go on the next gen. Uh, however, when it comes to a proper full-blown next-gen version, that's going to come later. We haven't announced when, and I don't have a new comment here on that. Uh, he also, uh, so this is the um, CD Projekt SVP of Business Development, Michael Nowakowski said that he also reiterated that Sony hasn't said whether PS5 will support enhanced PS4 games like Microsoft already has for Xbox Series X and Xbox One. So there's no official word for whether PS5 will be able to play an enhanced PS4 version of Cyberpunk 2077. Um, so, yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I think that's a given at this point. I mean, they, they, they already have the feature on the PS4 Pro, like the PS4 Pro plays a Pro, an upgraded version of a PS4 game. So why wouldn't they take the same technology and put it in the PS5 so it plays PS4 games better? Like it's yeah, yeah. I, I think it'd be stupid if they didn't because yeah, they they already have that technology and use it in the Pro. So I think the only holdup would be the fact that technically it'd be a backwards game, like a backwards. They have to up their backwards compatibility, so it would right. have to be included in one of those which X amount of games that they said will work, but. Right, which again, like they, so in that Mark Cerny uh, talk though, they did say it was going to have backwards compatibility and it would play things at upgraded rates. Um, and you know, it took them three or four tries over the following weeks to clarify their statement. But I think the final word was that, oh no, like there's going to be thousands of games available, you know, on the PS5 backwards compatibility. It's just right now, currently, there's only they're working on the first 100 but i think the goal is by launch there's going to be like a, most of the library kind of thing is what that's it what sounded X like yeah, um that's what xbox did with the one x so that makes sense. right um yeah so i i mean I, I hope that's actually the case we'll see what happens you know if they're able to especially with people not able to obviously like that takes people qa testing games in a room at Sony headquarters, and if they can't go to work, then maybe they don't do that. <laughs> well, they could like, play test from home, or is it like their policy that you can't be home to do it? Well, I imagine they, they they're testing it on a PS5 system, and I don't think they're going to hand out a bunch of PS5 systems to Joe Schmoes off the street who QA test for him. Uh, Joe Schmoes don't test though; you have to be qualified. <clears throat> yeah, I guess you're right, but either way, like I. I highly doubt, yeah, they're just willy-nilly letting people take their PS5s out in the public still. Like, I, I don't think that would ever happen, Like, especially with how little they've announced, at least not at this point. I think if they showed off the box and we knew more about it, maybe. But at this point, I doubt there's any out in the wild, except for like Mark Cerny himself <laughs> is probably home playing it right now. <laughs> kind of like how uh, what Phil Spencer tweeted out that he had the Series X like 
four or five months ago. Like he's like, I brought home the series or they didn't call it series X. Like this brought home the new console, next gen console. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever they called it. And like, was like bragging about it on Twitter. Um, and, but yeah, so I don't know. This isn't, uh, surprising, I guess, just because this was supposed to come out this spring on PS4. So obviously I like it was supposed to come out in April. It should have been out by now. Yeah. So I think their goal is probably to release PS4 and Xbox One and then later do the next gen. But now that it's been delayed, it's like, well, we're just going to do this, have the same plan we did before. Does everything just got pushed forward like, I don't know, six, seven months or so, um, at least on the next gen side. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I keep going back and forth. Because it's on Amazon, you can pre-order it for fifty bucks. It's ten bucks cheaper. Yeah. On Amazon to pre-order, you get a discount there. Um, but yeah, I I don't know why I won't just pull the trigger. Because I think it's going to be one I'm going to want to pick up, especially like there's nothing else really coming out this year <laughs> for the rest of like for a while. Like Final Fantasy VII is kind of the last thing here <laughs> for a while. Ghost of Tsushima. Um, yeah, I guess that hasn't gotten delayed yet. The game looks so beautiful. Oh my gosh, the game looks so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I mean, that that one, I, I'm i kind of a, a little bit of a pessimist in that area. I, I think it's going to end up getting delayed too. Um, You're probably not wrong. If it can uh, happen to The Last of Us, it can happen to anything. Which, yeah. I'm, the jury's still, let's be honest, I think the jury's still out on Last of Us. I honestly think that they were like, you know, we're not really close to launching this thing. We'd rather push it out to PS5. So because of the coronavirus, we're uh, gonna blame it on that. Yeah, <laughs> and honestly, and I think I, I think I mentioned that just real quick the last time we had a discussion about Last of Us. But I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, the Last of Us is still running behind schedule. And I also wouldn't be surprised if I know I just said I was kind of being a pessimist, but um, I, I kind of worded this a little funny. What I meant to say is. If Ghost of Tsushima comes out on time, uh, yeah, what I was meant to say is like basically that tells us that Last of Us 2 was in worse shape than we all realized. Like <laughs> they delayed it once. And yeah, I think whether it's coronavirus or, or not, I think you're right. It would have gotten delayed again. And basically, so, if, but it, it all depends. We'll see if Ghost comes out. So if Ghost comes out, that means, oh yeah, Ghost is on track and just Last of Us was totally effed up <laughs> so we all know that i'm like the big the big last of us uh, fanboy and that it's honestly part one is the best game i ever played i just i love the storytelling in that game i look forward to this game so much and i know that this has kind of hit me right in the right in the feels because i really was looking forward to it i've been looking forward to it for a while but I'm I'm okay with them perfecting the game and just taking a little bit longer. I just don't want that it's suspended indefinitely uh, with no end in sight. I, I'd love to see it come out before the end of the year. But and look, man, if it has to if it has to go a little longer than that, I'm fine. I want the game to be to be great. I'm okay with it taking time. It takes time to bake a perfect cake, and you don't want to pull it out of the oven uh, before it's ready. Yeah, 100%. You know, look what happened with Days Gone. Days Gone it had so much promise, and that Trash. game sucked. I've got the game sitting in there. I borrowed it from yeah, you, Garrett. I still I haven't you returned borrow, it. Yeah. And, and, the, and I probably never will, so I'm just saying. But I never plan on playing it again. I think that I'm just holding it now out of sheer anger that the game sucks so bad. 
I want to go back and finish that game still. Hey, did like, you get very far in it? I'm like four to six hours in, I think. Oh, wow. See, that's probably that I made far. it. I got like 30 minutes in. I'm like, I can't do this right now. I yeah. like the way it does open world. It does a lot of things right. Yeah, I, I didn't even right? get to the... I didn't even get to the open world. I, I probably should give at least that a chance. But like in the, the very first cutscene that happens, the first like couple cutscenes, there was so janky. Like I could barely understand what was going on. Like things were cutting in and out and like I had so many issues. I was like, what? Like, how am I supposed to? This is unplayable. I had so many issues. It was like driving me nuts. So I, I, I just turned it off after like 30 minutes. Cause, I, yeah. I came from playing Red Dead and I felt like Red Dead was so completed and so polished that coming to Days Gone felt like a game that was still in development. It just felt like it didn't get finished. It it just oh. it was so empty to me and incomplete. And so it broke my heart because I had I had really high hopes for that game. I think that they put a lot of time into it and they saw that we we have to try to turn a profit on it. And zombies and uh, and motorcycle bikers were not as popular as they had been three or four years before. So they rushed it. Uh, out to the masses before it was ready. I like the driving mechanics in it. I like the I like the stealth in it. And that's strange that your PlayStation like was jacking up on the cutscenes because I haven't had any I haven't had any game breaking obnoxious glitches in the game so far. So I hmm. I maybe I have a magical PlayStation. But <laughs> uh, I also think I need to clean my PS4 because over the weekend playing Resident Evil 3 and then Final Fantasy 7, holy smoke. Even Warzone. I was playing Warzone the other night and I I, I was playing with my buddy, Derek, and uh, I was like, you got to hear this. I took my headset off and put the microphone next to the PlayStation. It was like, just like screaming like it was like the most crazy thing like i was like holy like because i never hear because i always have the headset on so i took my headset off at one point i think to i don't know, talk to trudy i'm like does it always sound like that and she's like yeah it's bad i'm like holy smokes like it sounded like our like uh, we had like a jet engine going in our like and i'm not just even using the jet engine comparison because everyone else does like it actually sounded like you know you're like this like it was like loud like screaming though it was like high pitch like it's like banshee screaming <laughs> i'm like it's holy annoying. smokes yeah the ps4 pro like it it. it needs I, I need to clean it hardcore because it's struggling man mine was pretty loud a couple of weeks ago and i cleaned it and it's made a lot of difference hmm. yeah, yeah i need to take it apart my, and it's pretty loud I know, I know a lot of people, too, with the pros, they were even replacing the fans because the original pros that came out had a different model fan than like even just a couple of ones that came out a couple months later. So I might need to even do a fan upgrade in it and clean it out. That might help. There you go. Pro tips. Pro tips. Um, or I can just buy the PS5 when it comes out. Uh, <laughs> and not, not worry about the PS4 at all. I'll take your PS4. Uh, okay, you can have it. Uh Oh, that's what I, I, did. That's I got it on record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, I get it. Yeah, that's a legal document right there. That was oh, a court no, thing. no, that's yeah. what I do with yeah, JJ. I, can I take escaped. you to court if you don't give I me did. a PS4. <laughs> oh no, uh, I just I just gave JJ all my junk too. I gave him my old PS4 when I got the Pro. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. I sold it to him. Okay. I didn't give it to him. I gave it to him for a hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> it was a great <laughs> deal. I gave him the PlayStation. And he gave me 150 bucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> not, not related. <laughs> totally I, I, not. Gave, <laughs> I gave him three games, too. So uh, well, was it maybe three two, games? maybe two, two games, but, but you gave me, it was, uh, the, it was the uncharted the collection, uncharted, which has three. And, <laughs> and man, I got my money's worth just out of those three games alone. Fact, uh, good deal. total fact. Uh, cool. Uh, we're going to skip the two new stories. There's a couple ones I added this afternoon that so far one is like not that exciting. The other one. I think we'll develop more later this week and in the coming weeks. So we'll touch on it then. Uh, just think, if you're a Patreon supporter, you could see the show notes and see exactly what we skipped today. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Patreon, we're supposed to be doing an ad right now. So Segway. here we are. Do, 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 do. There's our music. Uh, <laughs> this is all staying in, by the way. You're welcome. Nice. Uh, if you guys haven't uh, checked it out, uh, I strongly uh, urge you to go to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Take a look at our tiers we got over there. We got some fun, fun little perks. Nothing major. We're not going to like send you a t-shirt or anything because we're poor. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you do get access to show notes. You get access to ad-free versions of the audio version, uh, the audio. I can't talk either. Holy cow. Um, ad-free audio versions of the show early. Uh, right after we record, I try to pump that out as soon as I can Monday nights. Um and then uh, we have like our producer tier. You can support us there and have a little more hands-on. We had a producer for a while who uh, yeah, pitched some fun segments that we did. And uh, yeah, it was fun having a producer. I miss that. So if any of you guys are feeling very generous for 15 bucks a month, you can go uh, be our boss essentially uh, to an extent. Essentially, Garrett also gives you a Manny Petty once a month for that for that producership. So that's a that's a cheap that's a real cheap Manny Petty. Fifteen bucks a yeah. month. Well, he doesn't have nail clippers, so he does most of it with his teeth. But he's very, very good. Very good. I've gotten really good at uh, getting rid of those nasty hangnails without making you bleed. Yep. Longus is all gone. I actually support the podcast now for the same reason. Uh, but I do appreciate the fact that you're able to get those corns off that I thought were like there with me for life. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're, okay, you're, very getting, you're very good. You're very good. You're getting gross now. Oh my! But even just for even just for one dollar a month, you can, like I said, get the our episodes early and uh, ad free. So go what? check that for out. A buck? Just one dollar. One dollar. You get the private RSS feed, Super Gamer Boys Deluxe. It's called, and for uh, a you get it. You Dude, get it. You're just practically giving it away. I am. I'm selling you for dirt cheap, JJ. <laughs> said my mother when I was younger. <laughs> so yeah, go check us out. Patreon.com slash supergamerboys. And now let's get back to the show. Time for some new releases. Uh <laughs> there was one of note this last week. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake, and uh, I think that's a good segue into uh, what you've been playing. So I'm going first because 
Old Zetch boy over there. Made it. <laughs> yeah, Aww. Zetch was talking it up last week. Like, I got Final Fantasy VII locked down. Like, I'm going to review it, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like Wednesday or Thursday. You're like, my copy's not coming till Tuesday. <laughs> it's and like, I no. Was, <laughs> I was worried about it too. So I'm like, you know, it says it'll be here by Friday. But will it? And then sure enough, it got delayed. Um, and it won't be here until Wednesday. So. Yeah. Take it away, Gary. Well, I, uh, <laughs> I, it was like, what, Tuesday or Wednesday? I was like, okay, I can't take it anymore. Like, after, like, some of the things, um, <clears throat> just talking with Zetch and stuff like that, like, hearing him, just the way you talked about the demo, the way you've, you know, you've talked uh, on Discord, you were talking about going over the original and stuff. Um, and then also all the reviews came out Monday, I think it was. Uh, to all the big review sites, and I was just reading through a bunch of the reviews, and I listened to a bunch of podcasts of like that, you know, with other podcasters that I generally agree with their taste in games, and everyone is saying like you got to play this game, like even if you've never played a Final Fantasy game or even like don't even love Final Fantasy, you got to check it out because like people are saying they just they had nailed it, like it was like top tier, like they took the original and just dialed it up to 10 um, and nailed it every step of the way. And that's not everyone. Obviously, there's mediocre reviews out there too. But for the most part, people are giving it pretty rave reviews. And so I was like, okay, like I wasn't expecting this. Um, and like I said, a couple of people, I respect their opinions, like saying, oh yeah, I hate other res or I hate other Final Fantasy games. And this one I loved, like I beat it and I want to go back to it. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. well, usually I line up pretty close to their <laughs> opinions. So, so sure enough, I pre-ordered it digital. Um, and like I said earlier in the show, I originally said I played a lot of games and then I was like, well, actually I didn't play that much. Uh, I didn't play as much as I would have liked to cause, um, it was just a busy weekend, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, my yard's looking real nice. I mowed the lawn this weekend, but, uh, that meant less time for final fantasy. So essentially, uh, what? I do have a pretty good sized yard. I have a bigger yard Dang. than I, I mean, it's not, I'm still in town. It's not like a massive yard, but compared to like, I, <laughs> some of I the have other a yards. giant yard too. I, I'm on a quarter acre and my, my backyard is enormous. Wow. And I had to do the same thing this weekend. So you didn't get a chance to play it either. Man. I played very yeah. little. <laughs> yeah. But I no Final Fantasy. Yeah. So I, I basically played through just past uh the demo part like i just got to um i don't know if this is spoilers for a game that came out in 1998 or whatever it was but uh <laughs> it's i mean it's not even spoilers i'm just gonna say i i just got past the the mako reactor part like i'm so i'm back in town great i i just met up with tifa uh, i'm not gonna basically. be able to play now <laughs> i uh <laughs> i just met tifa and we were doing some errands around town uh, which I don't think that was like I played through a little bit of the original one on Switch. Um, that's already that's already stuff that you don't do in the original. Like yeah. you, you know, I'm doing rounds around town. She's taking me to the different shops and introducing me to people, and we're doing some jobs and some side quests together. Um, so sorry, I just ruined that for you. Spoiler. Nah. <laughs> okay. The game's like what twenty hours long, hundred uh, hours. People are people, people, 
people are saying like anywhere from 30 to 40 hours is what like 40 30 to 50 roughly is what people are like and that's with doing like 98% of the side quest or something so a pretty good chunk of a game yeah uh so I played through mainly I just played through the Mako reactor part which is what the demo is a demo that released a few weeks ago but there was some added stuff I think I mentioned the discord there's new cutscenes that have different characters and set up more of the story um but Man, again, even though I've already played that section before, I was like, oh, man, the gameplay feels so good. Uh, I'm loving the combat. And even just having played that demo once, I think it helped me jumping into this. Like, okay, I was just able to jump in. I knew what I was doing. It feels so good. I figured out the uh, the battle system a little better now, like switching back and forth between characters. I love that. Like, oh, I'm in trouble. I'm controlling Cloud. Oh, I'm pinned. Uh, quick, I'm going to switch over to Barrett and, like, shoot the crap out of this dude and try to, like, you know, get me you know, get them to let go of cloud. So that way I can, you know, switch back to cloud and beat the crap out of them with my buster sword and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I wish I would have played more, so I would add more to talk about, but just visually this game is stunning. Like there's just some cutscenes. I'm like, this is real life. Like this is not a video game. This looks like someone like this is videotaped, uh, live action happening right now. Um, the combat's great. Uh, so far, even the story, like I said, I've never, I I didn't say this episode, but previously I've talked about, I've never played the original seven all the way through. Um, so I don't know the story, but what I'm getting of the story so far in the remake, I'm like, okay, I'm all about this. I guess this is getting pretty interesting. Like, I'm just curious how it's going to pan out. Cause it's like, okay, there's this group avalanche. Like what the heck is their deal? Um, the, the Shinra corporation, like, why are they, like, why is, why does Avalanche hate them so much? What's going on? Who's this weird dude and, uh, and, uh, who keeps showing up in clouds? Like, yeah, he keeps having these, like, like visions and stuff and Sephiroth. seeing this dude. Yeah. See, I don't know his name. Sephiroth, whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, what's his deal? Why is he there, but not really? So I don't know. There's so much. I'm just excited. The game has me stoked. So I haven't played a lot of it. But that's what I'm dreaming about like all the time is just getting back to that. So unfortunately, I won't play tonight because I'll edit till uh, the wee hours of the morning. But uh, tomorrow. <laughs> no, when it starts exporting, I go to bed. That's when I go to bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, I am stoked to play it tomorrow. Tomorrow night, I definitely am jumping on because it's a blast so far. So that's my little mini impressions of final fantasy seven i can't wait to talk more about it next week and, and with zetch when he actually gets to play it yes i am really looking forward to that game showing up um, i've been yeah. playing the original so since i couldn't okay. get my hands on the regular i was like oh yeah i had forgotten that i actually got like a few hours in on the switch version but i started playing through final fantasy seven on the switch version and um from what i played from the demo going back to playing on the old one i'm like what this then remake is going to get real deep. Like it's actually going to be able to explore characters in ways that the original wasn't able to. Because it was the Midgar, yeah, the Midgar section was only the first like four or five hours. Right. Yeah. And they just expanded that four or five hour section into a 40 hour game now. Yeah. Like that's crazy. <laughs> what used to be four hours is now 40 hours. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be great. Um, the only thing I played was I finished Resident Evil 3. So there you go, JJ. I, <laughs> you, I do you are finish games. A real gamer. I yes. am a real gamer. 
I do finish games. I played, I finished out my lunch break today using remote play. Man, I love remote play so much. Yeah. Like it's, that's how I beat. I played all of Call of Duty Modern Warfare with that, beat it. I played through the last little bit of Resident Evil 3. Um, my feelings are still the same for Resident Evil 3. It's a good game, but it's not like a great game. It's not a game I want to go play again. Like at the end, you unlock a bunch of stuff to actually help you basically essentially speed run it. Like you unlock like all these coins that give you like uh, uh, more health and do more damage and all this stuff. You can unlock different guns like with unlimited ammo because the idea is they want you to like play, 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 play and like get unlock these points or uh, earn points to buy these rewards to then be able to speed run the game because there's like an achievement to beat the game under two hours. Like apparently it's possible if you have like guns with like unlimited ammo and like the rocket launcher and stuff like that. There's like a, an actual like bazooka rocket launcher that you can get a hold of the same one nemesis uses. Um, and, and so it's stuff like that. It's like, okay, I, I'm just not feeling it. Like I enjoyed my time and I'm good. Uh, my final clock time, uh, was in fact about, let's see, it was like five hours and 20 or 30 minutes. I beat it in under six hours, which most people are between five and six. So I was like, oh, well, yep, I nailed it right, <laughs> right at that halfway point, um, which has me a little bummed, like 60 bucks for a five and a half hour game. Uh, although it does come with that Resident Evil Resistance, that multiplayer mode, which I did play a couple rounds. It's fun enough, but uh, it would be more fun if there was a bunch of, you know, I had friends who played it, but none of my PS4 friends are ever going to, buy that this game like none of them are fans of resident evil so i feel like i'm just kind of like stuck now with like this this thing maybe i'll let jj play it and then trade it in as soon as possible to get the most money from it but yeah it it Although, won't take me even five hours to finish that game guaranteed yeah right so yeah that game's done and over with and uh can't wait to move on to final fantasy 7 right, what have you guys been playing you want to go first, JJ? So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So I've been playing Resident Evil 2. Um, I got the, I actually played a couple of good hours on Sunday morning, Easter morning. I got up really early with the with the intention of saying to myself, I need to have quiet time when the kids aren't awake for me to be able to get into this game. The game is too scary for me to play when they're awake. So that means I could never play. So, uh, so I got up really early and just played for a good three hours. And Resident Evil 2 is scary as heck. So the fact that That's you good. say that Resident Evil 3 isn't really a horror game kind of concerns me because I, was never I scared love that once. the horror aspect of Resident Evil 2. Uh, I, mean, I, I forgot to mention, like, not to spoil too much, but like the boss fight at the end, I had such, it was such an easy boss fight because I had so much grenade launcher ammo stockpiled. Like I beat the boss in like, a couple minutes like i just like thump 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 this with my grenade launcher is like boom done i'm like okay like that was lame like <laughs> like i don't know I, and and obviously that's like everyone's um everyone's gonna play the game differently like some people might use more of the grenade launcher but for me i didn't i only use a grenade launcher in that one sewer section i don't know if you've hit that such uh, yeah um, i'm at like the lab at the end okay so yeah like that the sewer section like that's the only place like you i think that's when you get it and that's the only time i use it the entire game and so i had all this explode like the black powder or gunpowder saved up and i just like crafted a ton of like grenades and just blew the crap out of the boss i'm like oh, okay that was easy 
like it's yeah it's crazy but yeah you can keep going yeah i i wish it would have this game was as scary as resident evil 2 was like you were saying yeah it's super scary and a couple of different times i caught myself like i i honestly was like okay i know the jumps are coming i'm cool i'm a man i'm fine and no i legitimately jumped so many times in moments where you would go to like do like a swinging door and walk through a door and there would legitimately be a zombie right on the other side of it coming at you. And I'm, I never saw it coming. I mean, it was over and over and over again where you you're lulled into this sense of, of like, okay, okay, I'm going to go through this door and they're right there and they're all over you. And you're like, Oh, and I mean, where I'm physically moving back from, from the screen, like, like I can, you know, not get bit if I physically move back. Or I'm like, what are you doing? It's a game. <laughs> and it's scarier than heck. I love it. That game is amazing. They, they, man, they just hit it out of the park. I can't say anything negative about Resident Evil 2. Other than uh, I'm having a heck of a time finding some of the medallions. No, that stuff's hard. Yeah. I, there was a couple points I did get a walk, break a walkthrough out from like IGN or something. Because ah. I was like... Like I, I went for a while. I think there was like once or twice in the whole game, but I was like, okay, I'm really stuck. Like I've tr- literally <laughs> tried everything and I look it up. I'm like, yep, no, that's the one thing I didn't try, but I never would have thought of it either. <laughs> like, I'm a, I guess I'm just a dummy. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to cheat because yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of things where I'm like, I've been here too long, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what about you, Zetch? What have you been playing? So I ended up finishing Doom Eternal, finally. It was a toss-up nice. between either finishing Resident Evil 3 or Doom Eternal. And I was like, well, I started Doom Eternal first. So if I finished that one, that game is one of the best. I know I've said it on the show before, but it is the best shooter. Like, by the time you get to the final boss fight in that game, they are literally handing you all the good ammo that you need, and you still have a tough time fighting that guy. Dang. He's like this huge titan demon, and the only way you can defeat him is by picking him off piece by piece, all the while fighting all the hardest demons in the game at the same time. So, like, you've got your stage set, and then you have tons of, like, the big demons here, and then the boss is, like, out here working his way around the ring. And so you got, like, BFG ammo, and you got, you know, your relic ammo, and um, it's just intense from start to finish. So if you're looking for like a really fast paced shooter where you just want to go in and blow stuff up, check out this game. The pacing in it mm. is also, they did a, the first game, Doom 2016, was literally just running and gunning and shooting. Hardly any platforming. Like there was a little bit of like environmental puzzle solving where you had to figure out, you know, like, okay, I got to get up there. And then you like, you see the body like, okay, just bloop, 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 bloop. this one is like, okay, so we're going to, they added in like walls that you can climb. They added in poles that you can swing to and from. So, like, the traversal in it ends up changing because you have to, like, be like, okay, not only are you just, like, jumping and climbing from spot to spot, but you're like, okay, I can jump and climb and swing, grab that wall. I only can hang on to this one for, like, five seconds before it falls apart, jump to that one. And so you're like, okay, so you, you plot your path around. But then as you're going around, you're like, oh, there's extra health down there. That's the way I got to go. But down there's the health. So then you're, like, <laughs> stopping to go figure out how to get the health. So, like, the game's pacing is really well balanced from, like, this fun environmental puzzle solving to just blowing in guns blazing and blowing the crap out of everything. So 
such a solid game. So many different tools and systems that they added onto it over the first one. They added on like a flamethrower feature. They added on different grenades. They added on um, obviously the sword. They added on. They changed some of the mechanics on the BFG, and all of those things you use are going to depend from player to player. So, like for me, I really love just getting up close to personal and just blowing people with a shotgun. So the shotgun in this one versus the other one has like this chain on it, like a grappling hook. So mm. any type of demon, you can grappling hook them, jet yourself over to them, pop them, or be like, okay, I can actually chain them. And maybe when I get close, I can chainsaw them instead. Or I Jeez. can chain them, <laughs> flamethrower them, chainsaw them. So like you can <laughs> think of all these different combos, all these different guns, and then each gun has different unlockables that you can do. So like you have like, your machine gun, right? Well, your machine gun can either you can choose to have an unlock of to have it giving like a rocket launcher, but it shoots all these tiny little missiles, or turn it into a sniper rifle. So, and you can go back and forth whenever you want, as long as you have them unlocked. And getting them unlocked isn't super challenging as long as you're willing to take a couple minutes to figure out how to get these other battery packs and do these some of the challenges for the levels. So, Zetch, would you say that if you got uh, Doom 2016, that you would abs if you loved it, that you would love Oh uh, yeah, yeah. the The shooting mechanics are exactly they didn't touch them. So like the way the game feels, especially when you're getting on a roll and blowing things away, feels <laughs> a lot like Doom 2016. It's just that now it's that with a lot of extra like little amenities, basically. <laughs> we'll call them ammo amenities, like you know your freeze grenade and stuff like that. And then um moments where you can actually kind of take a second to kind of catch your breath and traverse around these little intricate puzzles. So, phenomenal game. I recommend it. There's also these little cheat codes you can find in the game. They look like little floppy disks. And so you kind of get these extra, another reason to go through and play through the game because now you can be like, okay, well now I have unlimited ammo or everything's a one-shot kill. So it's like you want to go back through the game and play with all the cheat codes on so you can see just how fast you can beat it or tear things apart. So <laughs> it's an amazing game. I still haven't had a chance to even play the multiplayer in it. It's like an asymmetrical um, kind of like Resident Evil uh, resistance, but every, it's basically okay. four different demons versus the Doom Slayer. But I haven't touched it. Mm. I'm just having too much fun playing the single player. So anyway, that's what I've yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, well, let's get into the question of the show here. This one was sent in by Sir Prince a lot over on Discord. Uh, thank you so much for uh, sending this in. And uh, if you want to join our Discord, it's supergamerboys.com slash Discord. You can join the conversation over there. We have a lot of fun goofing off, sharing what we're playing. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a, a, one of the, the many places you can submit questions for the show. Um, so here is Sir Prince a lot's question or in this case more uh let's say scenario uh you're zapped into an arena where you get to assemble six fighters from video game tv cartoon characters uh to take down some big baddie uh actually let me look here he's texted me some uh some uh edits well they have to be able to text you on a Patreon. Uh, he asked, uh, you have to have known me for the past 10 years. Oh, uh, no, you don't. You <laughs> can reach out to me and I'll, and I'll give the number out. 
Like, here's the deal. If you support us for one dollar on Patreon, I will give out Garrett Morlang's personal home phone number, his work cell, his social security number. He'll DM it to um, you in a Twitter. No, oh, no. Um, so, so here's his edit. So, uh, to take down some big, big baddie, we'll call them. And here's the name he sent me: Corona Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. now that's a play on the coronavirus as well as Carol Baskin, which is yeah. the Big Cat Rescue's owner. That was Joe Exotic's uh, hated witch that he tried to uh, kill. Okay. Spoiler. Okay. I didn't. Oh. Uh, I, I I I was like I don't understand the Baskin part, but okay. So so we're gonna fight some big bad big bad guy called uh, Corona Baskin. Who is your squad? Six fighters. It can be from video games, TV cartoon characters movies you name it so uh yeah you guys have any ideas should we do uh should we throw our ideas out there and just make one list for our team like yes. we should have a super, super game like team that. together yes okay each of but, us I mean, gets I, two kind of a thing i mean i came up with a, a whole list already but i'll you guys go first <laughs> throw out some ideas here unless All right. unless you batman unless you don't have any batman Okay, that's okay. really good. Mine. So, so, out. so, Batman. Batman is one of my favorite superheroes, but in this scenario, wait, you mean the I, guy I, who I, we call the Cape Crusader that you didn't know yeah, that when you and I had a conversation? Yeah. yeah, that one, that one there. I said, I uh, said, yeah, you know the Cape, okay. Cape Crusader. And you're like, they don't call him that. I'm like, oh, I thought you were a big fan. Yeah, they do. Garrett okay. Morling, it's called shame. We're gonna settle something right now. You can't believe everything JJ says. No, that's on the show. That's in the. You can go back and archive that, dude. You that's archived. Prove it. If you can prove it, you find the I'll recording. Fig- and send I, it to you me. know, I'm not going to do the work to figure out what episode number that was. Well, it's up to our you listeners. listeners. You you listeners out there, if you go through our extensive catalog, our last 71 episodes, and find it, I will mail you a Super Gamer Boy sticker. There you nice. go. Nice. Um, but anyways, what I was saying, I, I thought of Batman originally, but then I was like, if I was going to have any superhero though, man, like Wolverine would be pretty sweet in this scenario. Which is like, it's like the Marvel version of Batman. Batman out of the three of us. Nay, I'd say out of probably anybody on our discord, I am the biggest Batman fan. Okay. I love Batman. Batman's the man. (laughs) Batman has... Better, something better than Logan ever has. You know what that is? A brain. Batman's the guy you want on your team, not because he's strong, not because he's got claws, not because he can heal, but because <laughs> out of all the other superheroes and all the superhero universes, he's the one that's going to be able to figure out how to beat that guy down. Okay? Okay. Okay. But he okay. could never beat Superman. I'm just saying. He did beat that's, Superman. He that's did. A fake movie. It's a no, stupid fake movie that does it. Not real. In the comics, he beats him. That's fake too. There's a universe fake. where he, there's a universe where he beats him. There's a universe where Superman wins, and then obviously there's a universe where like they tie. So it can happen, <laughs> especially since Batman's way smarter than Superman. Look, different topics. We can smart. debate that later. But anyway, Batman. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're not team. we're not That's we're not case. pitting Batman and Superman against each other. We're batting our All heroes, right. our fighters against Corona Baskin. So you picked you picked right now, uh, Wolverine, Batman for Zed. Well, Wolverine, first... I I'm throwing a suggestion out there. I don't know if that's a solid pick yet. Okay, well, I love the anti-hero. I love I love the bad guys that you kind of want to cheer for. 
So I'm going to go right out the gate, Freddy Krueger. He's never Freddy Krueger. What's that? He's, ne- he's never been the good guy. <laughs> you're right. I think I'm reading it totally wrong though. But he goes into your dreams, and like that's <laughs> when you're the most at peace, right? Oh, Not no. when Freddy Krueger's there. Pretty sure. I think you guys you know, are reading you know, those movies you know wrong. What he, you know I what he did to I, kids, right? I recant. I recant what I said because in the scenario, he said <laughs> any character to have on your team to fight the bad guy. So Freddy Krueger qualifies as a yeah no that qualifies but i think what does not qualify is that jj called him an anti-hero and said but the, the, the child the child molesting Corona? murderer okay that was okay technically yes technically but does he was Corona he was, Baskin have to be asleep in order for freddy krueger to even fight this guy though he could just yeah. he could make her fall asleep that's what he does that's what he does i don't know yeah you'd be sitting there and all of a sudden you don't even realize that you're asleep Okay, Zach, That's what's how your works. what's your next uh, next uh, suggestion here? You get here? to go next. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I, you didn't pick. You don't like you, you don't like my Wolverine. My dis- five. You said it was a suggestion. You didn't say it was your actual one. I'm sorry. Oh, you guys are actually those are your yeah, picks. That's, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, in that case, my first pick. Um, he's on the list, but that's not my first pick. I am actually going to go with Kratos. That's a good. Kratos pick. would. The okay. the god of war, I think, could kick Corona Baskin's butt. I'm, uh, I'm on board. It would be it would be Kratos with uh, his uh, uh, what are they called the the chaos blades. It wouldn't be him with the axe. It would be straight up. It would, so it'd be it would be Kratos from the PS4 God of War. But you know, towards the end of the game, spoiler alert, you get the chaos blades back, uh, and it would be that yeah. this old man strength Kratos with the chaos blades is kicking butt. That's what I'd pick. That'd be dope. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> so there you go. That was my first pick. All right. Uh, my next pick would have to be. Um, I'm gonna go with Spider Man. Oh man, that's a that's a good pick. That's a very yeah. good pick. I love me some Spider Man. All okay. right. So my second pick, I'm gonna pick him because in the '90s there was no one cooler, an actual anti-hero. <laughs> who told his boss to gave the, his boss the bird, drank beer, and kicked his boss's butt all the time in the nineties? I'm gonna pick Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he would just be giving yeah. Cor- Corona Baskin like the Stone Cold Stunner, you know, just kicking her in the gut, dropping her right on the on the shoulder, knocking her out, and then do a little trash talk, telling her, "Oh, you did! Oh hell yeah!" You know, some of that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. 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 cool, cool. Um, you notice I picked two baldies. I'm just saying. Yeah, I didn't notice it until you pointed that out, but. <laughs> you didn't notice the kinda... look? I'm bald with a goatee. He's my hero. <laughs> just like Freddy Krueger. JJ's and hero. I, and I've got some crazy nails, you know? <laughs> uh. Man, so I'm struggling because I really want to go Solid Snake because he'd get in there with the sneak attacks. He'd sneak up and they'd, you know, you just like in Batman D&D, just like in D&D, you get that that uh, that bonus attack damage with the sneak attack. But uh, honestly, uh, I think we, okay, you said Batman, Spider-Man. You said we need a tank. We need a tank on this team. So I'm going, don- I'm going Donkey Kong. 
I'm pulling out the big guns, big old Donkey Kongs, and I come in there and slap the crap out of Corona Baskin. <laughs> and Donkey Kong can take a freaking beating. He's a tank. He can, like, you know, he'll take all the damage while everyone else is dealing damage to Corona Baskin. That's are we only right getting, there. are each of us only getting the two choices, and that creates yeah. the six? That's, that's our, well, originally, we I have- think. I think Derek wanted us to do full, like each have six, but but we're late in the show and we don't have time for that. So I'm changing Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger can't be on the team. So because of the whole, he's not an anti-hero. So uh, instead of Freddy Krueger, the greatest action flick of all time, as well as the greatest uh, Christmas movie of all time. Escape from New York with Snake Plissken. Uh, No, Die Hard. I'm picking (laughs) Bruce Willis from the original Die Hard. That dude can walk on glass. Uh, He's, you know... Dude, the guy's like walking through air conditioning vents and stuff like that. It's a great Christmas film. He's he's a Billy Bad Butt, you know. So I just say like he'd be awesome because you just can't kill that guy. It's true. Okay. He hasn't died in a single movie yet. That is true, <laughs> except for the Jackal. Died in the Jackal. Spoiler. But that. Okay. Spoiler. <laughs> but that technically wasn't. Uh... No. Uh, it wasn't John McClane. name? It wasn't John McClane. Yeah, right. it's true. <laughs> so it's all good. It's all good. Is it too late to add Keanu Reeves to our list? Which I think Keanu he. Reeves? I think I think I think he's a he's a Final Fantasy from summon type Ted? thing where we from can Bill summon. No, yeah, he definitely Keanu from. He's a summon. Yes. He's a summon. Yeah, Keanu, Keanu Reeves is a Final Fantasy type su- summon <laughs> where like we do we do the you know cast a, cast a summon and he comes out in like his John Wick form and blows him away and then. Yes. <laughs> Or he lasts for 30, 30 seconds. His neo form. Oh, yeah. There yes. you go. Oh, so good. He shows up in spirit in his neo form and then, like, Man. He's his, like and then he disappears. His John Wick form summons his neo form. Yeah. It's like, summon, it's like summon, summon, summon Inception. This team can't be beat. This is an incredible team. Corona, Corona Baskin doesn't stand a chance. Doesn't stand a Done. chance. You're right, JJ. There we go. Boom, headshot. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, go check us out. Patreon.com slash super Show us some love over there. Um, we are, uh, we very much appreciate all the support, all you sponsors out there. You're awesome that we shout it out to the top of the show. And even the ones who don't get shouted out, you know, you all make it happen. And, uh, we're very, very thankful for that. Uh, supergamerboys.com slash store. You can buy some merch, uh, that sticker that Zetch was talking about earlier that he'd send you if you <laughs> find the episode where i, I talked about uh something i don't even remember what what did i say jj we weren't we, we weren't listening to you garrett to be perfectly honest you have to find- oh, you're, you're the one who called me out you must have been listening what, what was uh, i saying it was an episode you, you remember you said that. oh yeah that's what it was oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right were you, so, were you so uh, yeah yeah yeah, so if you can find that episode, uh, Zetch will be getting that sticker probably through supergamerboys.com slash store to send to you. Um, remember to rate and review us. I actually saw that we had a review, and I know normally I read the reviews on here, so I'm sorry I don't have this ready, so I'm going to keep going through the end of the show. Um, you can find us at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, facebook.com slash supergamerboys, um, and uh, I am on Twitter at gmorlang. Uh, JJ's on Twitter at JJ Purdom and Zetch is on Twitter over at or on Instagram. You do the Instagram more. I'm mostly on Instagram at, mostly nerd, on Instagram. at, at, uh, at Zetch Keenan, Z E C H K E E N A N. 
There you go. At Zetch Keenan and at Nerd Dads. You do some cool stuff over and there, at too. And at Nerd Dads. If you're a dad um, and you like to nerd out or you're not and you want to see dads nerd out, check out Nerd Dads. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. I found this uh, this review. Uh, great, nerdy, clean, funny. Uh, comes from DSP116. Um, these guys are the best. This podcast has sucked me in. I'm quite a few episodes in, and it's such a simple laid back podcast to where it feels like I'm just one of the dudes chit chatting with these guys, but they do all the chit chatting and are great at it. I'd give it six stars, but could only give five. That's oh, a great so. review. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you, you so much, DSP116, for that awesome review. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. All right. We did it. We survived yet another week. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so happy you guys were able to join us. That guy right there with the way too big head and the uh, colored in mustache is the one, the only, the incomparable Garrett Morlang, the guy right there who makes me look like a giant. That is Zetch Keenan. And I'm JJ Furtum. We are the Super Gamer Boys. And we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Hey, did you copyright that yet? So that way, you know, when you say the word, we get like, you know, we get like a Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.